One of the ways you can strengthen your workday mindset and show up at your best for everyone around you is to start your day with a routine that prioritizes you first. Let's talk about how to create one. Here we go. Hey, welcome to the Workday Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Amoroso. Every workday, we encounter dozens of situations that we have to navigate in order to have a successful and productive workday. And the way you choose to think through those situations helps shape not only the kind of day you have, but the trajectory of your career. This podcast is all about helping you to navigate those situations, show up at your best, and be happier at work. In the last episode, we talked about why it's important to start the day focused on you. And we said that it's very easy for us to think that the best way to help the people around us is to move through our day always putting others first. But if you really want to show up at your best for everyone in your life, and if you want to be the best version of yourself, then you should consider looking for ways to start every day doing something that's focused on you. Now, getting used to the idea of focusing on yourself first can be a challenge because it feels selfish and might make us feel like by starting the day doing something other than work or serving other people that we're sort of falling behind or doing it the wrong way. But it turns out that the people around you not only want you to do this, they're counting on you to do it. People don't want you to show up for them in a poor mindset or feeling tired or feeling overworked or feeling stressed. They want and need you at your best. So at the end of the last episode, we talked about how you can start the process of flipping from being others focused to focusing on yourself first thing in the morning. And we said that if you want to start putting this into practice and if you want to start shifting your perception, the first thing you need to do is figure out what it is that helps you show up at your best. You're not going to be able to put together a strong morning routine unless you figure that part out first. And I ended the last episode by challenging you to get out the biggest blankest sheet of paper you can find and just free write answers to these four questions. Number one, what helps me show up at my best? Number two, what brings me clarity? Number three, what helps me take care of my mind and my body and my soul? And number four, what makes me happy? So if you haven't done that yet, I would encourage you to head to the last episode and listen to that one first. But today, building on that, I want to walk you through three things. So first, I want to show you how to build a simple morning routine that prioritizes you. Second, I want to give you a glimpse into my morning routine so that you have an example of how to start putting this into practice. And then third, I want to give you some suggestions for how to make your morning routine work for you. So just a couple of best practices and and thoughts as you go into building your own. So first, how do you build a simple routine? There are lots of resources out there on how to build routines, lots of books and other podcast episodes on this particular topic. But I think the challenge with a lot of those resources is that they don't talk enough about how hard it is for our bodies and our minds to implement new routines, especially first thing in the morning. Turns out that our brains love habits. And so even if you're motivated to change the way your morning goes, it can still be very hard to make those changes. And it's especially hard to make a lot of those changes all at the same time. So the way I'm gonna lay this out for you is I wanna give you a roadmap for how you can start this process incrementally. 
When it comes to new routines and habits, I love the idea of making incremental changes because it allows you to experience small wins along the way, which help incentivize repetition of your new routine. And I'll show you what I mean by that here in a second. But here's how I want to break this up for you. I want to outline four steps in this process. And if you follow this process step by step, you're going to start to see the kind of changes that you want in your morning almost right away. Okay, here we go. Step one is to explore what helps you show up at your best. So if you've done the work of answering the four questions I posed earlier, then you're already well on your way on this step. But I just am gonna mention them here one more time. So the questions that you wanna answer are, number one, what helps me show up at my best? Number two, what brings me clarity? Number three, what helps me take care of my mind, body, and soul? And number four, what makes me happy? So step one is to just do some exploring into what kinds of things you want to do to start your day. Step two, take this list and pick one thing from it. So just one thing, not four, not three, not two, just one thing. I promise you that you'll be able to expand your routine eventually, but I want you to exercise some patience here and just pick one thing to start. Now, I personally think an ideal morning routine includes things that help you address your mind and your body and your soul, but it's really up to you to pick things that will help you show up at your best each day. So the one thing will be different for every person, but some examples might include things like reading something that's personal development related, or maybe something that you just read for pleasure. It could be a few minutes of meditation or some quiet time to start the day. It could be doing something for your body. So a quick walk, a run, exercising for a few minutes, doing some mobility work or something else that is active. Could be pulling out a journal and writing for a couple of minutes about anything that you want to write about. Or maybe it's just some quiet time, you know, having your coffee or your tea and just sitting there and thinking about whatever you want to think about for a few minutes before the day gets going. If you really think about this, I think you'll know what the best place is to start for you. But remember that we're just picking one thing here. Just so we have an example uh, that we can work with, let's say that reading something personal development related is the one thing that you've chosen to do to start the morning. So let's just use this example as we move through these next couple of steps. Step number three is to identify a trigger and a time frame. So if you look at the science on routine and habit formation, one of the ways that we begin a routine is by having a trigger that alerts our brain that it's time to engage in a routine. So triggers can be things like a time of day, an action or an event that happens, or maybe entering a certain space that causes the routine to start. So a couple of examples of triggers during your morning might be when your alarm clock goes off, maybe pouring yourself a cup of coffee, uh, sitting down in your favorite chair, stepping outside or maybe going onto a porch or a balcony, um, or putting on your running shoes. It could be anything that signals to your brain that you're about to engage in your morning routine. In our example, let's say that the trigger for me reading something personal development related is that I pour a cup of coffee and I go sit in my favorite chair outside on my front porch. If I do this over and over again, then my brain automatically starts to know that in the morning when I go pour a cup of coffee and head straight to my chair, the next thing that's coming is me pulling out something to read. 
So as you're starting out, I would also encourage you to set a manageable time frame, something that will give you enough time to benefit from the routine, but that will also allow you to adjust to it incrementally. So maybe you say your initial goal is to read for just 10 minutes. If you have more time and you go over, that's great. Just hang out and, and stay longer. But start with something that you know you can do every morning as a starting point. So if I were to sum up my routine, it would be something like this. After I pour a cup of coffee, I'm going to head to my favorite chair out on the porch and read something personal development related for 10 minutes. And then that's it. And then step four is to do, refine, and build. So don't spend too much time overthinking this. What we want to do is get you practicing doing this one thing right away so that you can start to create this new experience for yourself. So tomorrow morning, now that you've picked your one thing and now that you've picked your trigger and your time frame, then you just go ahead and you get started. And as you go through the process of doing this over and over each morning, I want you to think of this as a series of mini tests. You might know right away that this one thing that you've picked is what you need or you might need to switch it up to figure out what the best things are for you to do in the morning. The point is that you shouldn't feel any pressure as you do this. Treat it like a bunch of mini experiments and just be curious about how you feel each time you do the routine. And then once you've gotten comfortable with the process, then I think it's okay to start putting a second or a third thing into your routine following the same flow that I just laid out. So in other words, identify a second thing, add it to your routine, and start small by giving yourself a time frame. The key is to just pay attention to how the routine is making you feel and making sure that you're starting small each time. If you follow that simple framework, you're going to notice a shift over the coming days and weeks. So just be patient with it and know that it will take some time for the new routine to latch on. The second thing I want to do is give you a glimpse into my morning routine just so you have another example of how you might build up your own routine over time. I've been practicing my morning routine for years now and it has changed a lot over that time span. And I've wanted it to change though because what I need to show up at my best each day shifts over time as I change as a person. So the point is never to just demonstrate how much discipline you have in following your routine. That's not the point. The point is to have a routine where you're constantly getting something out of it. So for me, when I made my list of things that helped me show up at my best, I realized that there were really three categories I wanted to have as part of my routine. First was something that addressed my mind and mindset. Second was something that addressed my body. And then third was something that spoke to my soul. So each morning I go through a routine that looks something like the following. So I'm up at 5.30 most mornings. And the first thing I do when I get out of bed is I get a cold glass of water. And I do that because your body really gets dehydrated overnight. And so I start with that to really rehydrate my body first thing. Then I pour myself a cup of coffee and I head up onto my rooftop. Now, I'm really fortunate that I currently live in an apartment in San Francisco that has rooftop access and a pretty awesome view of the Golden Gate Bridge, which is uh, a tough life, I know. Um, but I head up there and I spend the first 10 minutes reading something personal development related. For me, 
the number one thing that helps me show up at my best is a well-adjusted mindset first thing in the morning that has me focusing on things that get me excited about my day and about the goals that I have for the future. So when I do this, I'm telling you, I feel like I am shot out of a cannon. It's, it's just incredible. It puts me in the absolute best frame of mind because it helps me envision things that I get excited about working on. And I also get excited about uh, achieving in my personal and professional life. So over the years, the books that have helped me do this and put me into this mindset are books like The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles, The Master Key System by Charles Honnell. There's a book called The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale, uh, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, and Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So, if you're interested in learning more about that list, you can head to my resources page at drewamoroso.com and check them out there. But these have just been so instrumental each day in allowing me to start the day in the right mindset. Once I have done that, then I'll do a little bit of journaling. So maybe five or 10 minutes just to get my creative juices flowing. Sometimes, some mornings, it's, it's a lot more than that. But I have some of my best ideas about my business and things I want to share with all of you first thing in the morning when I'm fresh. So I try to take advantage of that and capture those ideas at that point. After that, I will meditate for about 20 minutes. So when I tried meditation for the first time years ago, I couldn't even do it for a couple of minutes. I couldn't even do it for two or three minutes. It was painful. I was so distracted and it was really hard to engage. But I had read so many good things about the power of meditation that I just wanted to stick with it and give it a try. And I can tell you that the time that I have spent doing this over the years has been absolutely instrumental for me. And I'm not gonna spend any time today on the benefits of it, of it here on this episode, but I wanna encourage you to try it if you haven't. And know that you can just start with three minutes a day and build from there. Even that amount of time can be really, really impactful for you. The last thing that I do is something that's movement related. So some mornings I'll go on a 20 minute run and then just jump in in the bay and go for a quick swim to kind of finish it off. Some mornings I'll actually do a full workout or do some yoga, or some mornings I'll just do some movement and mobility work for 10 minutes. It really just depends on how I'm feeling that day. And I give myself the, the flexibility to change uh, my routine based on how I'm feeling that day. So my goal is to wake my body up with just some light movement. So that's my routine now. But over the years, I have done other things that help me show up at my best that are a little bit different. One thing I used to do is look at home or travel magazines like Dwell or Architectural Digest. So for me, I love the beach and beach houses and I love the mountains and cabins in the woods. So sometimes looking at pictures of those things first thing in the morning and really dreaming about having them gets me fired up and, and totally motivated. And I actually have a separate Instagram account that I created where I only follow accounts that post pictures of beach houses and cabins. And I did that because I love looking at those pictures 
but I didn't want to see other things coming up through my my feed first thing in the morning. So I just created a separate account so that I could view those things only. So these are just some examples for you, but remember that it's about what works for you and you have to test them out, treat it like a, a bunch of mini experiments and never be afraid of just listening to what you need on any given day and modifying based on what you learn. I want to end by giving you just a few keys that you should think about as you're moving forward with building your routine. Again, something like changing the way you spend the first 15 minutes of your morning might seem easy as we're sitting here talking about it, but we can run into some challenges with this and I just want to flag some of those for you right now. So first, don't measure your progress based on what you've seen or heard from other people who have elaborate morning routines. And that would include me. I would put myself in that category because I spend almost an hour or sometimes even an hour and a half uh, each day on my morning routine. But I gave you an example of my routine, not because I want you to start out that way or because I think you have to do that in order to get the benefits from it. I gave you the example of my routine because I wanted to give you a glimpse into some ideas for how you could structure yours. So each person has different needs and different limitations. So just because you hear about uh, an elaborate routine that someone does, doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong or that you can't get a lot out of a 10 minute or even a 15 minute routine. Second is to start small. Our brains actually hate change because they spend so much time putting the things we do on autopilot. It's really an evolutionary skill that our brains have developed in order to help us save energy and remain safe. So when you try to make too many changes at once, your brain is going to fight you even harder on it. So just be aware of that and remember that our goal is to start small. Third, morning routines are not about being all or nothing. I want you to check yourself and make sure that as you build your routine, you're not getting frustrated when it doesn't go perfectly. And I can tell you from experience that it won't work perfectly all the time. Being perfect every time with your routine is not what it's about. It's about getting value from the time you spend working on yourself. So even if you don't get to do your whole 20 minute routine one morning and you only get to do 10 minutes of it, that's okay. That is a win for you. And if that happens, you just make the decision to get up tomorrow morning and then try again. Fourth, think about accountability partners who might loop, whom you might loop into helping you follow through with this. So maybe it's a spouse or a partner, uh, maybe it's a roommate, maybe it's a friend who you enlist to help keep you accountable as you start to flip your morning. So there's absolutely no shame in asking someone to help keep tabs on you and check in on how you're doing as you try to create this process for yourself. Last, I want you to think hard about your priorities and how they relate to our perception of time. Putting yourself first by using a morning routine has a lot to do with what you prioritize. So many people that I've worked with have told me that they just don't have time in the morning to create a routine. They're just too busy and they can't fit it in. Here's my personal take on that. If you really want to take care of yourself first, and if it's really a priority for you, then you will have time to do it. If it's not a priority for you, then you'll never have the time to do it. 
there's a, a saying that goes something like when someone says they don't have time for something, what they really mean is it's not a priority. And I actually truly believe that. Um, here's an example. If I ask you to help me wash my car this weekend for an hour, you might say, hey, sorry, you know, I'd love to help you, but I just don't have time for that. But if I ask you to help me wash my car and I say, I'll pay you $300 to help me out for that hour, that might be something you could find some time to do. So I'm ending with this concept about time and your perception of it, because if you struggle to find time to do this in the morning, at the root of that struggle might be the need to really look closely at what you prioritize and what's actually important to you. There might be some bigger questions and some changes that it might be time for you to look into further. A morning routine is a great way to not only change the way that your day goes, but to start to dig into what's really meaningful to you. And that's worth thinking about. Go have a great work day. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Workday Mindset Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I'd appreciate it if you could head over to whatever service you're using to tune in and give us a five-star review. The Workday Mindset Podcast is a collaboration with Populous Radio. Check out their other shows at populousradio.com. Thanks for tuning in and go get them.